Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze all the films in the DC Cinematic Universe by each individual minute. My name's Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. I'm Andrew. You can find me at the Disney Animation Minute Essentials Podcast. Uh, D- Dame for short? Yeah. Is that an, there's an acronym yeah, there? Yeah, we call it, we call it Dame. Dame. But you can't find oh, it by searching name. just for Dame. You, you'll go down a different path if you go there. Don't, I don't suggest that. You'll, you'll find, um, I mean, if you just search Dame, you'll find things like Judy Dench. Famous people that have yeah, been very... knighted but are female. Uh, so I, I assume that you've just Google searched Dame. No, I'm just assuming that that's what would come up. Dame, okay. Dame Judy Dench, well, Dame Maggie Smith, etc. Etc. and etc. Uh, speaking of etc., I can't segue into anything <laughs> with that. Uh, today we're talking about minute number 19 of Dawn of Justice, the ultimate edition. Uh, the minute's going to start out with uh, Python and company, his seven horsemen, six horsemen, six or whatever, uh, entering uh, Amanjog's compound, or village, I guess if you will. Um, and the minute's going to end with, uh, I, I guess, Lois turning around to see Python. Um, you know, there's there's a bunch of feels that are happening uh, as as she's assessing her situation. Anyway, I I wanted to we get to, you know we get to see Python again in this minute, and I forgot about something on Monday when we first talked about him. Now, I referenced him to the Sandman. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> now I think what'd you say? It was kind of silly where it was like. Are we just gonna call him Python because it's referenced Sandman because he's a guy on the sand? Now, I, it doesn't sound so outlandish if you see what Sandman is about and Wesley like he's, he's, he'd kind of like dream gases people and, to tell him the truth, and he's like very noir detective sleuthy mm-hmm. kind of thing. But this movie we already know is very dream like heavy, and it's very there's dream aspects in this movie all over the place. So I think Python is just instead of calling him Sandman hitting the nose you know hitting the nail right on the head like it's just call him something else so I think it's just like hey he's a guy in a desert what do we call him Sandman yeah why not Python okay you know what I mean it's like I think it's just like the dream aspect of it I don't know I forgot to say it on Monday and I felt like I needed to say it now it doesn't make sense don't listen (laughs) you want to talk about this minute Mark let's talk about this minute uh this doesn't feel like we're watching a superhero film what Especially this like? minute, you could give this minute to anyone, and, th- and they would kind of question what kind of what movie they're watching. It's like a war movie. Like imagine if someone walked in on you watching Dawn of Justice right at this minute, they'd be like, "What are you watching, Jarhead?" Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you watching Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it definitely has more in common with films like that, or or like Saving Private Ryan, or Band of Brothers. In this, in this moment Keep than it, it has with anything like, you know, Superman or, you know, uh, 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 Avengers. I couldn't even think of the word Avengers. You got me so so stuck on <laughs> Justice League stuff. I was about to say Justice League. I was like, what? what uh, Avengers. I mean, this doesn't What are those like other guys? <laughs> those things. It feels like, you know, war films. Yeah, which, I mean, I like that. That's why the, one of the reasons why I like why I like movies so much is because it feels something other than just a campy superhero movie. It's it's not like this is it's a war torn 
uh, not even so much war torn. It's just a movie that you know has so many aspects of it that you can't just look at one single part of this movie and be like, oh yeah, that's a superhero movie. It can be anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It. Um, this is where the consequences thing starts to take shape for kind of Superman's involvement. Of his actions? Yeah, yeah. It's starting to be... It's not... Like, I'm not saying this is his fault, per se, but I mean Lois Lane is here because of him, which we'll get to why she's there later. Yes. Yeah. But right now we don't know that, so (laughs) we're just safe in assuming that Lois Lane's just an awesome reporter and wants to go see if this guy's a terrorist or not. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so we get a shot of Python coming into uh, the village compound, whatever, and um, there's, like, Huey helicopters or yeah, something in the there's background. there's choppers coming in. Why? Why? Is, was it, did the guy in the, in the CIA base or whatever be like, yo, something happened, and uh, I guess, like, send, send a helicopter over there and see, see what happened? It arrives. Like, what happened? It, they were going to blow it, it up. It arrives exactly at the same time as Python, though. Yeah, and so, Python, you know, as we know, it took him at least two miles to get there because he was two mics out from when it, the missile was launched. Mm-hmm. So how long does it take someone to get two miles on horseback? Not that long. Maybe five minutes? Yeah, it, it, they could do it very efficiently depending on, you know, how fast they're going. Yeah. But n- not not a long time, I'm sure. And where did those helicopters come from? It doesn't take a helicopter that long to catch up, but it does take a helicopter a very long time just to get off the ground. Yeah. That is... So where were so those the helicopters things... being sent from? <laughs> Yeah, I don't think those helicopters yeah. should have been there. I don't know why. I feel like it's it supposed to like give it a sense, right? Huh? It's just a one helicopter. I, right? I think there's just a one, but I, I think you might see two know. in the course of the whole sequence, but I'm not sure. Yeah, oh, only one at any feel, given time. Is it supposed to give a sense of like, oh, here's like relief aid coming to save you guys? Like, here's the U.S. being real strong and helping out. Like, here's yeah, your I mean, supplies. It could be know. a different branch. It could be like not CIA helicopter. Oh, like Ray Fiennes in uh, Hurt Locker. Yeah, it could just be the actual Air Force, Army. Yeah. One of those things that they show up as well and they go, we saw that Superman was here and also, or, you know, that this stronghold was being attacked or this outpost was being attacked. So we're checking it out. I mean, Superman just doesn't show up somewhere and fight terrorists and not get noticed right but we don't know if they're terrorists alleged terrorists I'm sorry i didn't mean to assume <laughs> <laughs> um, so we also see like there's a lot of people like running up to python uh at this point so how yeah. many people were in this compound that the cia was about to blow up exactly and we didn't see any like, of I'm them a, up I, until I, this yeah. point no i think it was a village and i think they were all hiding because it was like oh snap uh you know amon jog's out and about and he's like you know, king ruler over all these people, and he's probably somewhat of uh, intimidating, maybe to these villagers or whatever. And they probably just didn't want to be around. And it's the layout of this compound village is very confusing to me because it doesn't seem that big, but also we're seeing it in parts, so we don't necessarily know how big of a place it is. Mm-hmm. We've seen it from afar, from the missile view, but there could be like little tiny, you know, buildings with a bunch of rooms that all these people are in. I don't, I don't know. Everybody's running up to Python and all them. Cause I assume they're like, help us, help us. Yeah. Like 
everything just went to shit here. And so were yeah. they so like I'm trying to figure out what exactly was going on and I don't know where they were during I'm gonna call it a massacre, um mm-hmm. that the guys in black uh perpetrated here. Like, did they hear all the gunfire and then like we're not going out? Or was it hearing the gunfire, we're gonna wait a little while and then see what happened? Yeah, it was probably something like that. Um I'm assuming that there's people that were like burned by sunglasses and gang um, that were, you know, actual villagers in this place that they're in, mm-hmm. not just like the militia that, you know, came about. So I assume the they thing. have like family members and, you know, personal ties with other people that are probably running around now yeah, like, thinking, I, oh my God, the, my husband, my brother is burned now, yada, yada. Yeah, yeah like, I, uh, I bet the guy with the tea tray. Yeah. He's probably just yeah. a guy. Yeah. He probably was. You guys have seen the movie, like, Seven Samurai, right? Yeah. Yes. Where they, like, teach all those villagers how to defend their own village. Yeah. Imagine if the Seven Samurai just turned around and killed that whole village. Yeah, absolutely. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. They, like, thought these militia people were going to help them overthrow government and live better lives. And they're like, actually, the whole thing is just a real big scam to get Superman, so sorry. Yeah. Spoiler alert. But, like, at the same time, it's like, you know, they they come out of their homes and stuff to see, like, their husbands yeah. and their sons dead, and they think... Not only dead, they're fried. Yeah. Killed by napalm. Yeah. Well, in what they not, don't not know that, so napalm, you want to get but, into that? Um, so, I have another question, because behind the building, there's a ton of dark smoke coming out, and I originally thought all that dark smoke yeah. was from the bodies burning. What is that dark smoke from? Uh, That's a good question. I mean... Probably the tank? I was going to say the tank could be. Yeah, um, that could be like the, the sort of smoke you'd get. It from might like, be more bodies burning. That could, Yeah, or it seems like the kind of smoke you would get from like fuel burning. Like when, when there's a gasoline, fuel burning, when there's a gasoline yeah. fire, it, there's a lot of gross smoke. Or tires, tires burning as well. That's really black, heavy yeah. smoke. I mean, that's probably um, most likely what they did to film it. I just don't know what it's supposed to be in the film. I think it's probably, like, just either the tank or other uh, vehicles, modes of transportation. It could even be more burned bodies. They could even have, like, you know, piles around, the, just riddled around the place. Oh, what the... Out of toner again? Oh, Lois Lane is going to kill me. Hey, does anyone know where we keep the toner cartridges? Of course. Everyone knows we keep the toner cartridges in the supply closet. The only problem is we're completely out. I just checked. Completely out? But I got to get these articles printed and on Perry's desk by Monday the latest. Well, you could go to Amazon.toolmedia.com and buy the toner from there. They definitely get here before Monday. Amazo who? Amazon.tooldmedia.com. You can find almost anything on there, and it'll get here faster than a speeding bullet. And a fraction of what you pay for goes to helping out some podcast called DC Cinematic Minute. Well, that's awesome. I'm all about helping others, as you know. <laughs> all right, so Amazon.tooldmedia.com. Well, I better get to it before Superman stirs up another headline. So... It begs a question, why are these bodies burned and in piles here? You guys want to get into okay. it? I know we touched a little bit about like, it on a day before Yeah, we decided this. this is the day to talk about it. So the goal... This is the day to talk about the it. The goal was to frame Superman for 
a massacre of a military group involved in a civil war in this this country, right? Yes. Superman, well Absolutely. well known for shooting people in the throat, um, which I'm pretty sure you can still tell even after a body is somewhat burnt. I don't know. I'm not a forensic person. But I suspect that some of these bullet holes are still going to be evident. Because I don't think the bodies are like completely burned burned. I think they're kind of superficially burned. You're assuming that in Nairobi they're going to do an autopsy on that every one my, of these that was my on every one of these victims though no i mean like, <laughs> like a, an I autopsy mean, on any one of these victims would be sufficient for like the united states government hearing that's going on to say like oh no obviously I, this wasn't superman think, <laughs> no but see like they just see it as like oh it, it had superman involvement red flag let's not even look anywhere past it let's not even think about it being tampered with it's just superman went fucking oh, sorry superman went crazy and you know, started burning people. And I don't think And all the gunfire that the, people like Lois Lane heard doesn't count for anything. Well that would be the one thing that Lois Lane did not They're not taking Lois not Lane's asked. testimony. Yeah, that no one asked her. Yeah. That's a red flag. Yeah. But I mean there, there's no way that the government of this country is going to be like, Yeah, US you can run an investigation. It's on very the true. Scene. That in their eyes are like, all I know is that Superman got rid of the terrorists. Like, Superman was here, that, and these things happened. Yeah. And you know oh, what? Yeah. That that guy who runs this country, he's probably like, this is probably good propaganda for him. He's like, Superman's on my side, and he's going to get rid of the terrorists, just like he got rid of Amajog. And then he shows videos of this, and it's like, this is what happens when, I don't know. I just don't understand, like, away, you know. like, the government is, like, the government hearing, if they're not going to do an investigation, then they definitely are working from an agenda that is anti-Superman. And, like... Absolutely. And that seems kind of ridiculous, considering, yeah. like, he's, he has done legitimate saving things and has worked in, in concert with the United States government, you know, like, Swanwick and... Uh, Guardian and, and all of that from Man of Steel, like, like they trusted Superman, and so it seems odd that they have such an intense agenda. It's like we're gonna find a way to make it seem like Superman is in the wrong, and we're not gonna do like diligent investigation into it to make sure that Superman was doing it. Because, I mean, like if they have an agenda against him, then maybe other people have an agenda against him, and so like people would be framing him for stuff. But the things that they have, like, direct evidence and, like, film footage of Superman doing, for the most part, has been more or less in favor of saving people's lives and not just, like, destroying villages. I think the fear is more of, it plays into a factor, especially on, like, the U.S. government side. I think it's the fear of what Superman can do uh, if you were to even question anything of his methods and even question if he was, like, you know, working against... It, it's just like, oh, make sure we is. I don't know. It's like that instant, like anything bad goes, anything bad happens and Superman didn't prevent it. It's, you uh, automatically blame Superman and not, you know, the actual cause of what the, it was. I don't know the actual term for it, but it's like scientific bias. It's like, let's say your computer is not turning on like you wanted to. And then you like tap it. Yeah. And then it turns on. But then, like, let's say it's, you're having trouble with it and you tap it twice. And both times you tap it, it decides not to turn on. Yeah. And then the third time you tap it, it turns on. 
And then in your head, you're running this theory that, oh, whenever I tap it, it works. Yeah. But it's like, what about all those times it didn't? And that's mm-hmm. when you get scientific bias. Uh, I think confirmation only... bias is what is what you're talking about. Co- yes. <clears throat> and so you get, yeah, so you get people who um, only see the bad media. Yeah. It's today's world. It's yeah. literally today's world. Yeah. I mean, this movie is, is spit out of the mouth of today's society. Yeah. If people choose to focus on certain stories of Superman, on certain aspects of yeah. a bad situation, and not look at like, oh, well, what? What about all the good? Let stuff? me get all the uh, information that's available. Yep. I mean, they just see like, oh, Superman was involved in this village. We know that he was sent there because Lois Lane was there. And it's not like some guy's gonna have a flamethrower. And it's not like some guy's gonna have a flamethrower and burning everybody. (laughs) Like, like oh, he's obviously going to be lasering them. It's not like there could have been anybody who witnessed this event and saw, you know, a handful of black-clad mercenaries with guns and flamethrowers and weapons that could maybe make this thing happen. Who also rode out just before Superman arrived, or anything like that. We do get one character. Who claims to be an eyewitness? Not yet. But that, Not yet. I know, I know, I know, I know. I but have, I have questions um, about this testimony too. <laughs> oh yeah, for so sure. So it's a testimony. It's not a trial, right? Yes, I it's mean, a testimony. There's it, a big it, difference, yeah. and it's a big yeah, deal. She, yeah. She's not on the it's stand. Trial, it's, it's like a hearing nope. kind of thing. It's a hearing. It's a testimony. It's, it's, uh, let me speak. And then my later mind. on, they'll get Superman's testimony. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if it was a trial, then they would need that evidence yes. of like, hey. Did y'all examine the body and see that there's a bullet in yeah. the guy's neck? Now it's just you're taking the word from someone yeah. who says that they were there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which and I mean how you did already that have get enough to the hearing. And also, can you take a man like Superman into trial? <laughs> but anyway, anyway, I think we're yeah, we're still getting and, into tomorrow. Like this ends with Lois with the book, right? Yeah, this ends with Lois turning around and. She's that that book that man. If that book was just given a little bit longer of a life, yeah. we probably would have figured out its motives. Yeah, that book and uh, that book sacrificed its its book life. Again, its good this, book life. this entire minute is Ultimate Edition. There's nothing, yes. There's not yep. a single second here that was in the theaters. Yep. Wow. Which is a big deal. So like you're supposed to pay. I mean, I know we're Once making fun he, of this this book, but like that book's a big yeah. that book's a big deal. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, then, he, and then like the people that you see here, it's like oh, there are actual witnesses. So when they cut to the the hearing yeah. and you have someone talking about it, whereas if you hadn't seen this minute, you'd be like, no, there was no one there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you would think that it was just a compound that. and not I a village. I remember that. I remember being like, where was she? Yeah. What happened? I mean, I'm still asking yeah. like, where like, were what? these people? But obviously, they are here on the ground, so they're not staged. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because the way the theatrical version plays out is once he like tackles Amajog through the walls, Lois Lane turns around, and then you start getting the voiceover of mm-hmm. the character the, the that testimony. we're about to find yeah, out yeah, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. And that's how it, that's how it cuts there. Which David Brenner, man, we need to have a talk about this editing job <laughs> of yours. Um, but you know. <laughs> Um, I wrote down a question. Are we supposed to be putting two and two together right now? Because I know we're doing it, but as the audience seeing this... What are the, the two and time, two? The two and two is... Of a setup? Hey, look at that burned body. You know. Are we supposed to be trying to figure out if this is a setup or not? Yeah. I don't think... Are we supposed to... Yes. I feel like... I, I mean, when I watched this stuff, and like I said, I hadn't seen the theatrical one, I don't think it was really coming across my mind until... Um, they get to the hearing and you hear this testimony that 
we will discuss tomorrow about its uh, accuracy. Yeah. I'm like, oh, these guys were setting it up. Yeah. I think we're supposed to... It, it, I think the, the gears are slowly clicking, but the point in this movie is so good. We're not spoon-fed anything. Any any exposition, any anything in this movie, we're, it's not just blatantly given to us for exposition purposes. It's like you have to look back and think of sunglasses guy. Quickly, he's coming. Oh, is he talking about Superman? Obviously, Lois Lane's there. Well, why Why do they need to be quick? What's going on? And then you burn in the bodies and then him being there and all the chaos and commotion with Lois like trying to help all these people and all these other you know civilians running up the python like pleading, help us, help us. We're supposed to think, oh, I think these villagers are supposed to think that Superman came and started killing everybody. So it's like subtle things that were dropped. And, you know, so as an audience watching the Ultimate Edition, we're supposed to get hints of it being a setup. So it's not like, like Andrew said, it's not until tomorrow that we actually get the big mm-hmm. bomb drop. So on you us. think that no all, all of these villagers um, legitimately think that this was Superman's doing and it doesn't have anything to do with the seven or however many mercenaries that rode off? You know, I, I don't even think the villagers even knew those mercenaries existed. I think they did. I, uh, but mm. I, I, I have an answer, but I, I feel like I want to save it for tomorrow. All okay, right. that's fair. Then let's save it. Do you want to end it? Uh, do you guys have anything else? Uh, no. Uh, no. I don't know. No. No. Do you guys have anything else? Okay. Well, already, we're going to wrap up for today. Uh, tomorrow's going to be a big minute, so that's why we're kind of holding off a bit um but you can find us on all social media at dcu minute our other shows at tomorrowmedia.com and you can join us on a facebook group it's called dc cinematic minute listener society and we'll catch you guys tomorrow here on dc cinematic minute